On first responders night, the Bolts respond first. They pick up their eight straight win in home. We talk about all of that more, but first, let's play that music. You're locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. So we're talking about the the win at home last night, 6-3 win for the Tampa Bay Lightning, getting their eighth straight win at home. Also being the first team to score, which when the Lightning score first this season, they are undefeated going into the first period uh going into the first intermission excuse me uh 15 and 0 and that brings them to 10 and 0 i mean excuse me that brings them to 15 and 0 after taking the lead going into the first period they notched two in the first last night against the columbus blue jackets that stretches their win streak at home to eight straight that also stretches their record went scoring first at home to 10 and 0. Uh, like I said, um, when they are the f- when they go into the first intermission uh, with the lead. And really, the story of this game was not just that the Lightning won, it was the fact that they absolutely dominated the Columbus Blue Jackets. Mm-hmm. And this should have been no surprise. I mean, the Columbus Blue Jackets have just been. Absolutely abysmal this year. The biggest story in the offseason for them, of course, was signing Johnny Gurjo uh, to that big contract, a contract and a deal that everybody did not see going, see coming. And it hasn't, I think they've gotten worse almost. It, it has seemed, you know, the, the Columbus Blue Jackets always a team that is somewhat, uh, reliable in terms of you know you're always going to get a good game out of them and that hasn't been the case uh for the blue jackets when they have played the lightning this year uh three matchups this season the last of which was last night uh the lightning sweep the season series outscoring the columbus blue jackets 15 to 6 and that by a score of 6 to 3 and that is only the that is the fourth time this season that Tampa Bay Lightning have scored six goals, uh, the second of which against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, like I said, the big story of this game was utter dominance by Tampa Bay. I've always said on this on this show when the Lightning are clicking on all cylinders, when they are the more aggressive team, uh, they are they play like or at least they look they pass the eye test of being one of the best teams in the nhl and that was evident last night like i said dominance in this game the lightning outshot the the columbus blue jackets 21 to 6 in the first period that is the most shots by the tampa bay lightning in a period all season and Really, like I said, they dominated, but most importantly, they dominated a very good goaltender, in my opinion. His numbers may not reflect it, but I've spoken about 
when it, when I talk about my preseason rankings or I talk about some of the teams uh, around the NHL, uh, the the Columbus Blue Jackets always come to mind when it comes to reliable goaltending, at least on paper. I mean, you have Elvis Merziklas, who we saw last night, Junis Copasalo, who we are all at least should be somewhat familiar with if, if you know, we're talking about if you were a Lightning fan or at least following the Lightning at some point uh, during the 2020 bubble playoffs. Uh, we all know what happened in game one there. Uh, but Elvis Merziklas has not really played like the goaltender that at least I have expected him to be this season. Uh Last night, he was, like I said, simply just overwhelmed by Tampa. And, you know, there there comes a time, you know, we always ask ourselves in these situation situations, was this bad goaltending or good offense? And I'm inclined to say it was a little bit of both. I mean, like I said, the lightning, the, the, the lightning overwhelmed Merziklas, uh, they had a thousand shots on him. Now, obviously, that's an exaggeration. But goaltenders, good goaltenders, and we've seen this from Vasilevsky, always find a way to weather the storm. And we simply did not see that from Merziklas last night. Uh, Second most shots faced all season for Merziklas. He's had seven games in which he has faced 30 or more shots this year. And his record in those games are is two and five coming into this one. And he's allowed 36 goals. So not really what you want to see out of a goaltender who really you think is going to be the cream of the crop in this one. But like I said, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning dominated uh, almost every facet of this game. They dominated Merziklas. They made him work for it, especially early on. And that is what we have preached to just excessively on this show To because when you pepper the goaltender like that, and, and when I say that the Lightning and, and they've had their fair share of games in which they haven't done this, uh, when you populate the net with shots, you know, there's it, – it's a good and it's a bad thing because you could – force uh, low quality shots onto the goaltender. And that allows the opposing goaltender uh, to really get into a groove early on. But last night, the lightning did a very good job, high quality shots, high danger shots. And they really made Merziklas work for it. And it was a lot of times where Merziklas was, you could just tell in his body language, like I said, he was overwhelmed. He, the Lightning dominate this game, and they dominated in all facets. Uh, the special teams as well, three for four last night. Uh, that brings them to twenty eight point one percent on the season. That ranks them fourth in the NHL. Uh, they now have thirty nine power play goals on the season, which is fifth in the NHL. Uh, and you know, if you compare that to how many uh, five on five goals forced that they have. Uh, that brings them to 40, 47% of the goals that they've scored on the season have been on the power play. And really, that has been the story in the last month that the Lightning have bl- been playing efficient. They've been playing efficient hockey uh, up and down the line, whether it be in the face-off circle. The Lightning have really done a good job of 
pretty much keeping themselves in the 50 percentile. Last night was more in the 60 percentile. Uh, and, and what that allows the Lightning to do, of course, is puck possession, puck possession, puck possession. So when you have those two things, when you're winning the faceoffs, uh, you allow yourself to, to have more puck possession, have a higher number or a larger amount of time with the puck. And this allows you to really get your offense going. And we saw that last night on the, on the, the even strength as well as the special teams. The Lightning have really done a good job since December of really doing that. And even if it hasn't always resulted in power play goals, what they've been doing is that they've been playing discipline. And that has really showed over the last month, like I've said. And even in this month of January, uh, the Lightning have been playing well. Uh, on the special teams and and really they that has translated into scoring more goals and really now their goals forced per game uh, is up to 3.54 which ranks them fourth in the league so not only are they showing record wise that they're by jumping up the standings getting closer to Toronto inching closer to Toronto day by day what they're doing is is backing it up by by really doing a good job of just doing what this team does best and that is scoring goals right now if you want to look at where they are in the division uh ironically enough they're third in the division in goals force which is kind of ironic to think about because if you look at those other teams ahead of them you know Boston and Toronto no surprise there but the surprise team which we'll talk about later on this month is Buffalo. So, you know, that could be a team that we could look back on, you know, down the road and say, wow, they really kept themselves in it um, and, and really did a good job, you know, keeping themselves. And you know, a lot has been spoken about, about Buffalo, about how they've really uh, surprised a lot of people this year. Uh, so, but the Lightning, again, doing a very good job scoring goals, uh, their goaltending not only Andre Vasilevsky, but as well as Brian Elliott doing a very good job, keeping the puck out of the net, giving their team chances to win and vice versa, giving this team, giving their goaltenders uh, very good chances uh, to, to go out there and play well. So we're going to talk about one of the top things, one of the top factors for the Tampa Bay lightning team over the last month. Uh, and really the reason for their success and this should be no surprise to some people but it's their all-star forward in Nikita Kucherov so we'll talk about that is he deserving of the heart trophy conversation you know we all say that I think a lot of people around the NHL they could Connor McDavid but the way Cooch is playing uh, we might have to reconsider that so we'll talk about that on the uh in the second segment of this episode, but first I want to talk to you about one of today's sponsors and that is athletic greens. Now I start my day every single day with just one scoop of athletic greens and why, because it is great for gut health. It supports better sleep quality and recover supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic green uses the best of bet, uh, the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testering and the best part about it for me at least and i'm sure for a lot of people with the way things are how expensive everything is is that it costs you less than three dollars a day 
you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So once again, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. And once and all, as always, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Thumbs up as well. Hit that notification button and hit that comment uh, section below this video. We are asking ourselves the question. I'm asking the question to all of you. Now, a lot has been made this year about Connor McDavid. He, you know, I've heard on a couple, I heard on Jeff Merrick the other day, and I'm curious as to some of you, how you feel about this. Jeff Merrick, a very well-respected hockey host uh, for for TSN, as well as uh, one of the co-hosts for uh, uh, 30, 32 Thoughts. My thing, he he said that that Connor McDavid is a shoe in for the Hart Trophy, the NHL's MVP award, which I agree and disagree because isn't the most valuable player award as it is in any sport? Isn't that mainly rewarded to the player who has the biggest effect on their team? Now, my question to all of you is, how much of a difference does it make if Edmonton misses the playoffs, which I don't really know the points total right now out in the West, but I would say they're probably on the outside looking in of a divisional spot, but maybe on the fence with with the wild card spot. So my question to all of you, Lightning Nation is Nikita Kucherov, who we all know has been having a phenomenal season. I think we could agree now that, well, really on any given night, we could we could agree and disagree. Uh, who is the best player on this team? It goes, I think it goes back and forth, uh, at least over the last month, as to who the best player on this team is. You know, some people might say Kucherov, some others might say Braden Point. But over the last couple of weeks, I would have to say that I think that coach is starting to pull away, at least with best player on this team, which means if if I think, and I firmly believe this still, if I think Braden Point's a top five candidate for the Hart Trophy, then that must mean by default that Nikita Kucherov is at least top three. Now, to put that in perspective, Right now, after having two goals and two assists last night, equaling out to four points against the Columbus Blue Jackets, he now has 59 points on the season. That's third best in the league behind McDavid and Dreisaitl, the two guys from Edmonton. And he now has 43 assists 
which is tied first in the league. Shocking, shocking. Who is he tied with? Connor McDavid. So if the Lightning get, and I've, I've said this over the last couple of weeks and I still believe it, I think that they could catch up to Toronto. I think that they could even catch Boston if, you know, the stars align for themselves. Now, if that scenario were to happen, let's just say for, for argument's sake or for, for hypotheticals, Tampa Bay finishes in second place in the division, which I don't think any of us would be upset with. Having said that, and Edmonton gets in a wild card spot slash possibly misses the playoffs, I think that things... And that also, this is all dependent on if Kucherov continues to to play well, which obviously he doesn't seem like he's slowing down at any moment. His last four games, he has three goals and six points. So he's really he's really being consistent. And I think this all, it, and we all know the talents there. I think as much as a lot of us are are enjoying this run that he has had thus far this season. I think that, you know, obviously we are not surprised uh, and, and we've always said, and I think, you know, this is common knowledge along, uh, among Lightning fans that as long as he's stayed healthy, this is what you're going to get out of him. Uh, maybe give or take a little bit more goals, maybe a handful or more goals. So is that really what I'm trying to say? Is that enough to put Kucherov ahead of McDavid in the Hart Trophy? I think so. I, I think where these two teams... Now, if McDavid ends up scoring 50-plus goals or even hits the 50 mark, sure. I, I mean, you got to give it to him. I mean, that's still great. But at the same time, like I said, MVP, most valuable player, the player that is contri- contributing most of their team's success. Now... At the end of the day, I might sound crazy for this, might sound biased, but I am also being rational and logical. Would you rather have McDavid score 50 points for you and you barely get into the playoffs by the skin of your teeth? Or would you rather have Kucherov hitting the 100-point mark? I would say... I would say probably he'll... I think at this point he'll get to, to 80 assist at least now he's at the the 14 15 goal mark on the season if he gets the 30 that puts him at 110 you got i don't see how you don't make the argument at that point in time especially if those guys are are within 10 points of each other uh at the end of the season i think of obviously if mcdavid like i said if mcdavid has an insane year in which you know he has 50 points 160 something or 150 I'm, I'm sorry 50 goals 150 uh 150 points you got to give it to him but at the same time we have to take into consideration where these two teams finish so i i think at the end of the day i think that at least for now uh mcdavid's got it if the season were going to end today of course i think Connor mcdavid is the mvp of the of the nhl but at the same time, I firmly believe that Nikita Kucherov will 
uh, will make some noise down the line and, and pick up his second MVP trophy uh, as the season comes to a close and the Lightning enter the the playoffs. So we'll keep an eye on that as the season progressive progresses. I firmly believe that Nikita Kucherov should and will be in the, the Hart Trophy conversation as we get there. Uh, and so we're going to wrap the show up with, you know, looking at the schedule ahead in just a bit. But first, I want to talk about today's other sponsor, and that is betonline.net. Now, betonline.net is your number one source for your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to basketball and NHL. We've got it all at betonline.net. And so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So wrapping things up now, looking at the Tampa Bay Lightning real quick at a glance, right just before we get into the schedule uh, for the rest of the week as well as the month. Uh, Tampa is only six points behind the Toronto Maple Leafs. whereas they are 17 behind Boston. So like I said a couple of weeks ago, I'm not even worried about Boston right now. Uh, As much as I like to think about the potential of these two teams being within uh, five points of each other as we get nearer to the end of the season, I'm focused on the Maple Leafs. I think that the Lightning are not far off in terms of performance uh, and and caliber uh, right now. Some other hockey fans might think otherwise, but if you look at you know we 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 always talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning as you know regardless of how they're playing at this point in the season or at any point in the season, you could always bank, especially with John Cooper behind the bench and Steven Stamkos on the bench and Victor Hedman and all that leadership you got is that this team will continue to get better and find ways to get better and improve as the season goes on. And that is quite frankly something that I can't see Toronto keeping up with uh, as the season progresses. Uh, But so looking towards, looking towards the rest of the week, um, you know, we, we follow up these last night's good win uh, with a couple of days off. Well, actually, a day off. Today's their day off, and they go up against the Vancouver Canucks, who those one of those teams out of the West who I still feel like they think that they have a good chance to get to the playoffs. My thing about them is that, you know, and, and as they sit, they're 17, 20, and 3. So, you know, just looking at that record alone, not too bad, but also not good. Uh, where they rank in their division, they are sixth, uh, only not too far out of hand uh, from the only eight points behind, excuse me, from the Edmonton Oilers, who we just spoke about. Um, I think that they're a team, and they're not a good goaltending team right now. That's your Demko, uh, in my opinion, you know, a little bit of a letdown this year. Uh, as well as just this team just, you know, in, in the couple of games and, and periods that I've seen them this year, uh, just have been a letdown. Um, and, and you could see it in their goal differential, minus 20, 8, 10, and 1 in their, at, at 
excuse me, uh, force and six in their last 10, uh, losing their last two. So coming to the East Coast, playing a little bit of an earlier game than you know West Coast teams might be accustomed to, that definitely plays into Tampa's hands as well as coming off a very good win, like I said, against Columbus and kind of a heavyweight fight uh, that we saw last week against the Winnipeg Jets. I think that this is a game, and, and I said this, I've said this before, and I've eaten my words. Uh, and, and case in point, Minnesota five-one loss last week. This is a game I fully expect the Lightning to win. I think that this, you know, we'll, we will see some tough uh, play and physical play uh, from Vancouver. But you know, the Lightning, like I always say, need to go out there and play their game. They need to allow their offense to be funneled through Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point. Uh, and those those two players will open everything else up uh, for the rest of the players on this team. Steven Stamkos, uh, Ross Colton, who we finally saw score a goal in the last game. Um, Victor Hedman, you know, Mikhail Sergachev uh, would like to see those guys get, a, get some points here and there. Uh, I would expect we see... Vasilevsky uh, tomorrow night, uh, like I've stated at the beginning of the year, I thought that, and when I say the year, I mean the new year, so 2023, I think this is when we're going to start to see John Cooper start to let Andre Vasilevsky stretch himself out a little bit more, uh, and then we'll see Brian Elliott on Saturday against St. Louis, so keep an eye out for that. Um, so, yeah. Lightning playing some of the best hockey we've seen them play all season long. Um, and we were expecting them to build upon that uh, against some very good teams coming up. And, and speaking of good teams coming up, after the Lightning uh, play a couple of games against Vancouver and St. Louis, we got Seattle uh, on Monday, 4 o'clock start on the West Coast. And then they run into Vancouver again. But then you got Edmonton and Calgary, two teams who – aren't exactly playing exceptional hockey this year. Uh, and when I say that, I mean measured up to expectations. I think that these are still obviously two very good teams and teams that if you're not bringing your best game uh, with you on that night, two teams that could definitely and will very, could very likely uh, embarrass you and run you out the building, especially Edmonton on that power play. Uh, and then, the week after, you got Minnesota again, and then a team, obviously, we all have to circle this game on the schedule, and that is Boston. So uh, a lot of a buildup of, you know, if I had to say in terms of difficulty uh, versus how Tampa has played over the last couple of weeks, I would say this is a solid six and a half in terms of difficulty of a schedule, uh, a schedule in which if the Lightning, you know, hit a wall at any point, uh, it won't be pretty out there because a lot of these teams, like I previously mentioned, uh, could definitely go out there and hurt you. So we'll be back on the next episode to talk more about Vancouver. We'll talk about the Lightning. You know, some of these other players, you know, we've mentioned Braden Point, Kucherov, but there's been some other players that I feel like we haven't seen their best yet. We'll talk about those guys as well. And make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe on our YouTube channel. Drop a comment below. Uh, do you think that we are, we, we just saw an outmatched Blue Jackets team or 
can the Lightning carry over this offensive production that we saw against Columbus uh, into tomorrow night's matchup against the Vancouver Canucks? And does Nikita Kucherov belong in the same conversation, in the Hart Trophy conversation with Connor McDavid? So uh, definitely want to hear all your input from that. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I'll talk to you in